0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Happy Tuesday. Simon Marcel, our French
1: romantic. Bonjour la belle Angie Taylor, bonsoir, comment ça va, how are you?
0: I am so well, thank you my French baguette. So listen, (laughs) we are all about love, dating, romance, and relationships on this show. (laughs) Uh, We take your calls and advice, 855-905-8255. If you have anything going on in your love life, I do see someone on the line waiting already, Simon. Um, And I know what the subject is. I want to know, Simon, do you ever get involved in your friends' love lives? Like, how involved do you get? Do you just give them advice from afar? Do you talk to both parties and get yourself all the way injected? Do you become Simon the romantic expert and try to talk them through it? How close do you
1: get? Just usually one side. So uh, to keep the peace, I, I think I'm a good peacemaker. So whoever comes to you? Yes. Whoever comes to me first, I feel my job is to deflate the tension so they can talk. So I let them vent on me. What if the other person
0: comes to you as well and says, well, I need your advice?
1: Then I do the same thing, but mostly let them vent so they can talk together. And only if necessary, then I give an advice. But I think my job as a friend, listen, don't get too, too involved uh, so they can resolve themselves if they can. So you're more of of an
0: ear Rather I than... I think so, Angie. because yeah, right, cool.
1: It's true, yeah. I
0: it's think it's so a hard so. situation to be in. You love your friends, right? Mm-hmm. And you want them to be happy. They come to you, they say, I'm unhappy. I, I need to know what to do. How involved do you get to the friends' relationships next on The Rendezvous? Hey, it's a Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. 855-905-8255. If you want to talk love, dating, romance, and relationships, uh, make sure you give us a call. We are here for mm-hmm. you. So let's go to the lines right now. We're going to talk to Barry listening in Rogersville, Missouri, on Alice 95.5. Hi, Barry.
2: Bonjour. Hi, Simon and Angie. How are you? Good.
1: So, What's going on?
2: I've uh, got a little issue. Um, I... um. Am real good friends with uh, this couple. Uh, We go to dinner together. uh, We actually bowl together uh, once a week. Um, They're both great, great people. um, And um, they have a lot of conflict in their relationship. Uh, They're constantly bickering with each other, you know, a little fighting here and there. This one's upset at that one. That one's upset at this one. They do it in front of me. Mm -hmm. And then they also tell things to me individually. (laughs) You know, which which makes it a little Ooh. rough with me. Right. Um, but, you know, I hope that everything's great with them. But at the same time, I, I kind of am really, really in strong-like <laughs> with the girl. Um,
0: oh, oh. You cannot oh, be objective yeah. in this situation, Barry. You're in strong-like. Yeah. They're having problems. This sounds like a perfect slide-in opportunity. So... Oh,
2: well, you know... I, since I know both sides, you know, you, you would, you know, you think, okay, good opportunity here. But, you know, first of all, obviously there'd be drama involved. <laughs> uh, obviously. <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I mean, you're going to break up the bowling team, man. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah, what do you guys do for No, I don't
2: want to do that. You know, but I really, really care a lot about her. And, you know, he's not treating her well. She's obviously unhappy in the relationship. And, but somehow, this darn thing about morals <laughs> tells me not to get involved, and it is uh, yeah, crazy, don't... crazy,
0: Simon. <laughs> what do you what do you say to our friend Barry here?
1: Yeah, Barry, don't be a manipulator, right? What you're doing now, and I appreciate you calling Angie and I, but what you're really doing is now manipulating a situation because you like this this woman, uh, and that will not work on for anyone, by the way, including you, right? It's, uh, there's something you have to learn very quickly in life. It's not because two people said, you know, oh, they're so upset at each other that one's going to go and go with you because you're the listener. It does not work like this. People then, you know, forgive each other, stay two together, and you're like a schmuck. And you've suddenly been in a situation of talking or giving advice for your own interests and try to manipulate the truth or somebody else's feelings. Don't play shrink, Barry. Shrink, do not get involved with their patient. Strings do not
0: get involved you with the Go their to patients. jail for that. You just nailed it with that comment because it's not like you're this, you know, friend that's coming from a loving place and you wanna help both people because you just wanna see them together. You have a, a vested interest that comes from another place down Mm -hmm. south, and you can't be objective in this situation because you have feelings for the girl. So like Simon said, this is a no-win situation for you, and even if you tried to help, you know that there's going to be a a little breadcrumb trail of something else that you want. You know, you're trying to lead her a certain way on your trail. Mm -hmm. So I I would suggest getting out of that situation when they try to talk to you about it, just say, hey, I'm out of this. Don't, like lead anyway. Go to your bowling and do your best bowling you can. If you cannot bowl (laughs) without feelings, then I suggest that you get a sub to bowl for you. Take your ball and go
1: home. Yeah, exactly. Remember karma. It will get you. If you play with somebody's feelings, the karma will get you later. Nothing good comes out of playing with people's feelings. I used to do that, Angie, yeah. just like Barry when I was in high school. Can I be honest? I played friends to try to... I did, Barry. I mean, I'm guilty as charged when I was 16 or 17. And at the end, I was the schmuck left on the side, and, and I deserved to be left on the side, because they stayed together. And I tried everything I can, and I listened to one and the other. I was the manipulator. So I gotta confess, I was there at 16, 17. I learned never to do that again. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: that's, that's... Hard to control the emotions, you know, and I, I know. care about them both, but maybe right. you
0: should I mean, like I... go on another bowling team, honestly, yeah, <laughs> like...
2: I just need to step, step away from them I, I yeah. don't think there's any other solution, really. You gotta
0: You have to distance yourself from that situation and let, let them play it out the way it's supposed to play out naturally without exactly. you, yeah. you know, interfering. And if it works out that it doesn't work between them and she comes your way, then cool. You are free mm-hmm. and clear. Just mm-hmm. do it the clean way. You don't want to get into something right. the dirty way. And uh, we wish you the best, Barry. Good luck.
2: Absolutely. Well, uh, I appreciate that. Thanks for you guys' advice. I, I do appreciate it. All right. Thanks.
0: thanks for calling The Rendezvous. More next with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us. Simon Marcel, our French romantic.
1: And, and you, Angie yes, Taylor, who keeps me. me real in my cloud of romance.
0: Simon, you are a single man on the scene, and I am our married old spinster. And
1: <laughs> What? Not <laughs> um, at all.
0: You know, on Tuesdays, we always do the not-so-newlywed game, and I would like to bring in my husband. Hello, Jason.
3: Bonjour. Bonjour. So, Welcome. Simon,
0: you're always the, uh, our, our master of ceremonies for this game, so what questions, what ideas do you have? I'm curious.
1: Well, I, listen, just a quick reminder, that you guys, you know, coming in on seven years anniversary. Jason, the last seven years, what do you think was your best, more romantic, fun date with Angie?
3: You know, I, I think for us, our our best dates are always kind of on a fly. Like, they're never anything that's really planned out. It's just, mm-hmm. they just turn into great nights or great days. Like, we'll wake up and then kind of head out and go do something. We like to do something where we do shots. And shop at the same time. And I know that that doesn't sound very romantic, but um, those are what, to me, those are the things that kind of stick out. It's never anything planned.
0: So, shots and shop is where we (laughs) go shopping and then we go to one store and then there's a bar and then we take a shot and then we go to another store. So, by the end of it, we have really cute clothes and we're hammered and then we go home and it's fun. Good answer, babe. Good answer, Jason. More next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships every Tuesday. We play the not-so-newlywed game. We talk about love. And I got my love on the line. Hello, Jason. This is my husband, Jason.
1: Hi there. Hi there. Hi, Jason. Welcome back.
0: So, Simon, you've been asking
1: us questions. So, I have a question for you now, Angie. Yes. In the last seven years, what is the sweetest, most romantic thing you think Jason has done for you?
0: I'm going to tell you right now, Simon. And it, it honestly, it just happened this week, which amazing. You really? asked me this question. Yeah, it, this week. So, you know how like there's a toilet paper roll that everybody has in their house. It's attached to the wall. And when the toilet paper is gone, you replace it. Am I right? <laughs> right so right, right. my husband, God bless him. Um, never puts a new role on there. So here I am sitting, and oh my gosh, I don't have toilet paper, and it's like across the room, and I have to do the pants puddle dance over to the toilet paper, (laughs) and I'm like, dang it. Or he'll just take a new role and not stick it on the thing. He'll just put it on top of it. So I took a picture of it, and I actually tweeted it out. And the response was amazing because all these people were like, oh, my God, my husband does that too. My wife does this, blah, blah, blah. So can I just tell you, the public shaming must have meant something because the most romantic thing that my husband did was yesterday,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm sitting down, and I look over... And there's a fresh roll. And I didn't put it there. So thank he, you, my baby. I love you. I, mean,
1: I was expecting many answers. Isn't that romance? That's romance. That is the most
3: romantic thing. Because I thought you were going to talk about something else I did this past week when we had a huge major fight.
0: But wait a minute. Oh. Let's talk about that. Okay? Yeah. Can we talk I want to hear that? about I mean, that, too. What, what I say is not good paper. enough, apparently. So we we come back. Yeah. We want to hear Let's hear, hear more on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I am the married lady. Simon mm-hmm. Marcel is our single French romantic. Hello, Simon.
1: Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Yes, and, bonsoir. Uh, bonsoir to Jason because we have a Jason, your husband, is with us.
0: My husband, Jason, for the Not So Newlywed Game. Hi. But hello. You were asking me what are um, the most romantic thing my husband's ever done. I really thought that changing the toilet paper roll without having been asked to do so was super romantic. Um, but then,
1: then Jason said he had another story.
3: Well, when Angie said that there was something that happened just this week, I, you know, my kind of puffed my chest out a little bit. I thought I knew exactly where she was going. And I thought she was going to, <clears throat> after we had a huge fight. I was out shopping and saw this little like miniature book at the store that said something like all the things I love about you. And like you open it up and it'll say, I love when you're, when we're out and you blank and like you fill in the blank. There's like 50 of them. So one day I, you know, I bought it and I spent one day like filling all of them out. Mm -hmm. And then she came home from work and I hand her this book and she goes through and reads them and, you know, kind of like cries a little bit because she's happy. And it's like coming off of us having a big fight. Yeah. And, you know, I, if I would have known putting toilet paper on the roll would have
2: trumped <laughs>
3: that actual uh, <laughs> romantic gesture, then I would have just gone around the house and put toilet paper all over the place. I would have just left that that book at the store. I, I blew it.
0: No, you did not blow it. First of all, that book was beautiful. I Process. did cry. Yeah. Every single page that I turned was more amazing than the last. My favorite parts of it were um, the thing I love most about you is... Blank, and he would write it your boobs, or then cross it out and like the way you love our daughter, or something. You know, that was super yeah. cute. I did love the book, babe. I really, really mm-hmm. did. What I meant to say with the toilet paper was in relationships, sometimes it's the little things that matter the most. It's the small gestures, the things that we ask for that I think make a huge difference. It means that you're listening and you're taking our feelings into consideration. And I appreciate all the things I appreciate the grand gestures and I appreciate the little ones even more.
3: Well, I think this is a good lesson because we're talking about the seven year itch or, Uh or that people that are in long-term relationships, like we as guys, I think sometimes think that we need to continue to bring the romance. And when Mm -hmm. we think of romance, we think of uh, loving gestures and like really sweet things, you know, like the, the little book and things like that, where, You know, Maybe you guys need something different, and it's the small things like putting toilet paper back on the roll that mean more to you than what we generally think of as romantic.
0: Right, because I think a lot of times people think of romance as Valentine's Day, flowers, candy, this big grand gesture, and sometimes romance means different things to different people. It's like the love languages, right, Simon? I mean, what's important to you is not important to somebody else.
1: It all comes down to paying attention, whether it's the book, mm-hmm. whether it's the toilet paper, whether it's preparing food for your mate. So, I mean, I, I give credit to Jason both times. The toilet paper Great. is right where it should be, horizontal yes. and not vertical. The book, I'm amazed by the book I story. I love the book. I, I love mean, those this is, grand
3: gestures, oh, you're too. you not getting any more books.
1: Oh. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> you're getting toilet paper. See, see, I think we hurt this feeling. And then I'll complain. I'll you be like, said... Why'd
0: he give me toilet paper for my <laughs> birthday?
1: Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. But great stories. I mean, because it really illustrates what Jason and you guys are saying, you, Jason, you, uh, Angie saying is that little details plus little details makes big romance.
0: Toilet paper on the roll. My God, you were gonna get it so good this weekend, baby. For that, thank you for the toilet paper on the roll. Can't wait. I yeah, appreciate right. it, and I, I appreciate today, you too. What's that? I did it again today too in a different Ooh, bathroom. So, really in another fun. bathroom. You're going right. to get some freaking That's right. Ooh, That's right. Two wow. Bathrooms. All right, thank you my
1: love for Thanks, being the show. Jason. Thank you guys. Thanks, guys. Right. Thanks, Jason. Bye-bye. When we, when we Look come later. back,
0: define what romance means to you. Next mm. on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. <laughs> It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had my husband Jason on, and he was really surprised, Simon, to hear that I thought it was very romantic. So um, was I. So yeah, was I. I thought it was romantic that he changed the toilet paper roll because it was a like a little stupid fight that we had all the time. Like, why can't you just change it? Um, but I think little things that you can do rather than the grand sweeping gestures of like, oh, I'm going to whisk you away at Paris and candlelight and blah. Like little things every day when you're in a relationship can mean so much. Simon, do you, do you know from your experiences mm-hmm. of anything that you thought, wow, this was really cute and every day it seems like a romantic thing?
1: Once I was in a relationship, Angie, one thing I thought was so romantic, she would send me every morning a little text I, I wish you a great day, Simon, or thinking about you, or anything like around 9 a.m. Made my day, Angie. A gesture yeah. like that makes my day. Or would prepare my Earl Grey tea. You know, I, I like to drink Earl Grey tea or a freshly squeezed orange juice. That's always wonderful. Freshly like squeezed, wow. Very <laughs> fancy.
0: <laughs> no, but it's like something that you but like, and I think I think the idea of small romantic gestures means that yeah. you're thinking about us every day, and it's thoughtfulness. That's what feed the
1: fire of romance. It's every day. It's not just once in a great while huge gesture. It's everyday romance. It's not just <laughs> on Valentine's Day or t- or twice a year. It's right. every day you show your appreciation, your love, and your dedication.
0: I agree. Little things mean a lot. I want to know what little things. You find romantic in your relationship because everybody's different. Everybody's needs and wants and desires are different and Mm -hmm. and day-to-day things that they think are romantic. So let's hear yours. 855-905-8255. We're going to go to the phones next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Taking your calls right now, 855-905-8255. We're talking about little things that you find romantic in your life, in your relationship. So let's pick up this call right now from West Bloomfield, Michigan, on 100.3 WNIC is where they listen. Here is Liam. Hi, Liam. Hi, Liam.
4: Bonjour. Bonjour. Thanks for taking my call. The little romantic thing that we like to do, my girlfriend and I, is we send each other little haikus all the time
0: haiku, so like a little baby poem. <laughs> yeah,
4: because they are only three lines. It's five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables, and we just say little things to each other that way, either on Aww. text or in a little note that we write each other. We just, all the time.
0: And you do it every day, so you have to get creative sometimes, huh?
4: Yeah, sometimes they're just really mundane. Like, you know, uh, it, it could be that, you know, the sun's out and I'm thinking of you. Oh, that's be, so cute. Yeah, so they're just little short things that, you know, when they pop into our heads, we just type them out and send them off.
0: And it lets you know that the other person's thinking about you, which is always good. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know, you know, Liam, I don't know if you heard our last segment was Angie and Jason were talking about how Angie so appreciative that Jason put the toilet paper in the right position. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just funny to compare both sides of romance, right? Angie said, what's the most romantic? And then you have a poem. Uh, that is an interesting. I mean, well, I that's not the only thing. Yeah, the toilet papers thing. are the only thing. But, but
0: it happened just, this week, and I was very happy about it.
1: I know. It just Liam, this is too much for me. Yes. So, I know. Little things, whatever they are, I mean, yeah. that's exactly the point. Yes.
4: Yep. Yeah, but ours started off in a big way, and I don't know if you guys remember me. I called last September about, uh, you were doing a segment on friends and being stuck in the friend zone. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I called about my friend had invited me. We've been friends for like eight years, and she invited me to Paris.
0: I oh her. no way! Right. And wait, and you always had a crush on her, and you never. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Okay, wait, 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 wait. I want to find out what happened mm-hmm. and what's going on. Okay, that's yes. next on, on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back! It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm so excited, Simon. Um, Me too. Yeah. So if, if you missed it, um, if you just missed our last call, we have our caller on the line, Liam. Hi, Liam, calling in hey. from Michigan. Hi. And, and you reminded us that you called us for advice back in September. You and a female friend of yours have been friends for years, and you developed a crush on her, even though y'all had different relationships, you know, there was never, like, the right timing, but you'd had a crush, and you'd never told her. Something happened where she was going to Paris and said, hey, I'm not with anybody now, do you want to come with? And you were going to go, and now you're calling to let us know what happened, right? Yep that's right please tell me it was good please tell me it was good
4: it it was great it was amazing um i mean everything went wrong but in the best way
0: what do you mean yeah how's that
4: well we'd gotten she had um an airbnb that she had she had rented so you know we took separate flights because she'd gotten her flight ahead of time Mm -hmm. and i kind of booked mine last minute and so uh, you know she said well this is where i'm staying and when i got there the the airbnb was a wreck and (laughs) Oh a cat living in it, and <laughs> oh, so but what really happened with you disaster. guys? What
0: happened well, with you guys?
4: Everything for us was perfect. No matter how everything went wrong, we laughed, and I think it's because we were such good friends first.
0: Okay, we so had that was in,
4: amazing days.
0: That was in September. Yep, and it, everything went. So where are you now in that relationship?
4: She moved in last weekend.
0: Oh my she mo- god!
1: She moved in. Wow 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 so happy for you
0: a romance success on the rendezvous
1: yes yes that's what happened on this show i love it yeah and now i'm gonna
4: ask the next piece of advice
1: okay oh more
0: follow-up advice okay
4: well i i know we've only been you know seriously dating for a few months now but we've known each other for so long and things seem so easy Uh, you know i'm I'm wondering when it's too soon or if it's not too soon to ask the big question
0: you you want to propose? Yeah, do it. I say yeah, do I mean, it.
1: yeah. I mean, listen, Here. it worked for you the first time. It's gonna work again. So if you feel it, do it. I mean, that's do it. it. if you yeah, if you Absolutely. feel it, do it.
0: she would not have moved in with you if she didn't see marriage or you know, long term in your future. And here's the other thing. and i and I I know you got how long were you friends before you ever even dated?
4: like
0: eight years. Eight years. Okay, I will tell you this. My husband and I knew each other just through work for about 10 years before we ever went on our first date. We always had a crush on each other. Liam, our our story is very similar. We always had a crush. However, he was in a relationship or I was. The timing was always bad. So when we did finally link up the timing and start dating, we started dating in June. Mm -hmm. We were engaged by January because we just... We're like, finally, here we are. We've always had a thing for each other. Now that we know the chemistry's here, now that we're living together, boom, it's on. It kind of like goes that way because you know who each other is. There's no surprises here. You're in love. You've been friends. You've got all the right ingredients for Mm -hmm. this perfect, I love this story so much. So I say do
1: it. Okay,
4: well, six months, that's about, and you did it. So I guess six months is an okay time. I guess we'll uh, get that ball rolling in that direction.
1: It, it's I not a, okay it. time. It's your time. It's it's, that's right. it's. There's no rule on this one. It's whatever you feel in your heart.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. All right. Well, call us and let us know how it goes. Do you think you're doing it like this week or soon?
4: Well, I haven't bought a ring yet, so that, that's the next step.
0: Well, boy, you better go you see Jared. Or up. every kiss begins with K, or something <laughs> like. Go get that ring.
4: <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I'll start the shopping process.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go for it.
0: Congrats. All right.
1: Good Thank luck you to for you.
0: calling. Good luck. Yes, I know all our listeners are going to be pulling for you, too. All right. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie, the best matchmaking team on earth. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us on the Love, Romance, Dating Relationship show. Um, mm-hmm. We take your calls, and we also take emails of people that want advice, Simon, At uh, simonandangie.com. Absolutely. If you ever want to send us a question, Simon and I are more than happy to answer. So I want to do an email now that we got. um, And you can also change your name like this person, whose name is Mr. E. Mystery, get it? Get it? Mysterious? (laughs) (laughs) So Mr. E says, hi, guys. I'm a gay man. I've been with my partner for over three years. Uh, He recently started taking medication for health issues. And we have not had ooh-la-la in over a year. It is a very sore subject at this point, to bring it up in conversation. I really, really like him and he likes me. So what should I do? Simon, that's rough. I, don't, I mean, I know there's so many medications that can affect your libido. You know, it'll fix the one problem that you're having, but that now we have this bedroom problem. So
1: even if you don't feel it for yourself, you want to make your partner happy. So I'm sure there's ways. That's all I, I can say. If you can't do something, but you can make your partner happy, you should. So you're Uh, saying
0: don't take every act off the table. There are other things you can do. Exactly,
1: Angie. I was thinking, I mean, you can make your partner happy if you want to. I think you can't hide behind any medication because there's so many different ways and your imagination will answer what I'm saying, I'm sure. So I think it's kind of a duty if you're in a relationship to keep more or less your partner happy uh, and adapt, not everything maybe, but can't tell your partner nothing forever or for years. That's that's not possible, right? What right. do you think, Angie?
0: Well, I'm going to tell you what I think. I dated a man who took a prescription pill that okay. destroyed our bedroom life. And I'll tell you about that and, and what I yeah. think Mr. E should do next, too, on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for having us on tonight. We got a listener email from Mr. E, uh, who wrote us at simonandangie.com. You can always mm-hmm. send questions there. Basically, he's saying, "Hey, me and my boyfriend have been together for 3 years. He started taking medication for a health issue, and now we haven't had ooh la la in over a year. It's a super sore subject. Mm-hmm. I'm scared to bring it up anymore. What should I do?" Um, Simon, I liked what you said, that there are other things. If the medication is making it so that your partner cannot perform in certain ways, there are other ways that you can have um, some intimacy, some ooh-la-la. I mean, I I understand that. You get my drift. Yeah, totally. And I did date a guy for a long time who was taking Propecia for your hair, and that was debilitating for the ooh-la-la. Like, no interest, no... Lost his appetite. All of it. And I think what you said is really true. When you're in a relationship, we have responsibilities to each other to make each other feel loved, wanted in and, and any way we can. And I know sometimes, we uh, the, trust me, I mean, I've been married. I've been with the same guy for 10 years. There are times where I don't feel like it, but sometimes I. you have to just I don't know, like you love this person and and intimacy, even if you're not doing the full on act, I think intimacy, if you lose that, everybody needs human touch. Everybody needs to feel loved.
1: That's a key thing in a relationship. Nobody can expect to stay together without any form of ooh-la-la forever. Not possible.
0: And I would also suggest telling your doctor that you're having these problems too, that it's really debilitating for the bedroom life and maybe, you know, they can rework the medication or, or do a different one, try some other things or he can... Uh, tell you what to do that way too so we wish you luck mystery
1: yes use your imagination that's what i gotta
0: say there there you go all right
1: more rendezvous next
0: it's the rendezvous with simon and angie thanks so much for being with us tonight 855-905-8255 for all your love Dating Mm -hmm. relationship questions. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, is here.
1: Angie Taylor, who keeps me real when I go in the cloud of romance, is right here too.
0: The cloud of romance. I like that so much. That's where I live. Let's bring someone into our cloud of romance right now, calling in from Dearborn, Michigan, listening on 100.3 WNIC. We have Karen on the line. Hi, Karen. Hello. How are you guys? We're so good. What can we help you with tonight?
5: So I was just calling in to kind of get your guys' opinions on a relationship that I had that just ended. Um, This guy replied to a Craigslist ad that I had put out, and then we ended up meeting, and -hmm. this was in November. So we met. Everything went great. He, two weeks later, asked me to be his girlfriend, and I said yes. He met my family. I met his daughter. He met my daughter. It was great. I saw him all the time. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it changed after New Year's.
0: So this started in November, you said, and ended after New Year's?
5: It ended just last week.
0: Okay. Um, Was it, okay, bye, after, like, seeing each other and then... When you call, when you text, whatever, there's no response, no nothing, like completely blank?
5: Well, I could feel things changing throughout a couple weeks. Like, he stopped texting me so much. He stopped calling me pet names. Mm. He wasn't calling me baby anymore. If Mm. I told him I missed him, he wouldn't reply. And it went from seeing him three or four times a week to seeing him once a week, and I would only see him for a couple hours.
0: Uh, This is the slow fade. I know the slow fade. It's happened to me as well. Simon, what do you think is going on with Karen's guy?
1: So in your intuition, what do you think happened? Is there any specific moment, anything you saw, any red flags you ignored looking back?
5: No, I honestly, I am completely blown away. Like I had confronted him about it a couple times. Yes, And he was always really sweet about it the first couple times. And then the last time I confronted him, which was the day before his birthday, he told me I wasn't a priority. Okay. I asked if we could get together to talk about what's going on right now. And he told me he didn't owe me anything.
0: Okay. So, uh, this what? Karen, this sucks. And, like, it's heartbreaking when this happens, especially, like, the day before his birthday. So, mm-hmm. um... I don't know if this is too personal. Have you been intimate? Yeah, we had. Okay, so you've gone through all the motions with him. There is a relationship here. The day before his birthday, he decides to cut it cold. There's something else going on. Um, It wasn't just a slow fade. I think he was trying to slow fade to give you a hint, and when Mm -hmm. the hint wasn't strong enough, he chose a very serious time to say, that's it.
5: Yeah. Right. And, and like like he enclosure, won't even respond to me
0: anymore. You're one enclosure, closure, honey, and you're not going to get it, I don't think, with this guy.
1: Right. I agree, Angie. The best you can do, Karen, is full distance at this stage. We, which we don't ask him anything anymore. Don't give him the time of day. Delete from everything. You expel mm-hmm. him from your life. That's the best to protect your dignity and who you are. Uh, we can't force him to tell you anything. There's no right. way. You can ask him a million times. He's going to infuriate you. But he's not going to make him talk.
0: He's not going to give you the answer you want. Let's just put it that way. Like you're wanting some kind of closure that you're never going to get. And that sucks. I know how that feels. Mm -hmm. I've been in that place. Especially when somebody is promising you the world and you think you have a future and you're mapping it out and you see this whole movie play out in your mind. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. they're like, don't talk to me. Don't anything. That has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with what he's got going on. Yes. So, for you to keep looking for an answer, you're not going to get it. And if you do, you're right. not going to get the one you want. So, mm-hmm. Simon is right. Like, just let that go. Don't give him the satisfaction of running after it. You, yeah, it's you time could've... to move
5: on. Well, thanks, guys. I, yeah, like I said, it's still really hard for me to even believe it happened because it was just, so
0: no, it's, different. it's, it's the ugliest feeling in the world when somebody ghosts you. I understand. Try to let it go. Immerse yourself in your friends, your family, your hobbies, your job, whatever it is, and just try to move on. And we wish you the best of luck, okay?
1: Yeah, be Hi, strong, well, Karen. Thank you guys so much. We of are course. With you.
0: And thank we you for you. reaching out to us. And I hope we can help and, and let us know if we can help further in the future, okay? Anytime. Okay, thank you. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon, Marcel, and myself, Angie Taylor. Tonight, we Mm -hmm. had so much fun speaking with everyone. Um, And if you missed anything from the show tonight, we had great topics. Check out simonandangie.com for our podcast. Uh, We did the Not So Newlywed Game with my husband, Jason.
1: And you want to listen to that every Tuesday. So if you haven't heard, go (laughs) simonandangie.com. Yeah. Every week, it's just great.
0: It's fun. And it turned into a conversation about romance and the everyday little things that you and your partner do that you find romantic that everybody else would be like you think that's romance but it means something to you and also we had the best call tonight Simon our friend Liam who called last September
1: a um, follow-up call yeah
0: yeah, it was a follow-up call he was super nervous to declare his love for a girl he'd crushed on for eight years that was a friend and guess what Everything is amazing and he's thinking about proposing now and Liam's update was you know where your Simon says came into play.
1: Thanks Angie. I said declaring you love is always a leap of faith. Meaning there's no guarantee of the result of the answer but you have to take if you feel it in your heart those leap of faith or you're not living. It's just it's part of oh, you're life. You're not living, right? No, you got to listen to your heart if it beats do it, and if it doesn't, don't do it. But I'm um, this listen back to that segment. This follow up call is, is why we do the show. Oh, so, it was so great. Was great!
0: Yeah, I, I feel like this is our first like rendezvous marriage that you and I orchestrated. I'm we, so happy, Simon. Yeah, it,
1: really, that was very, very sweet.
0: That's assuming she's going to say yes, she better say yes, or I, I will go out there myself and be like, Girl. What's the matter with you? That's it. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for being with the rendezvous tonight. And like we said, Simon Also, Simon and Angie on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us there anytime. Comment, say what's up, tell us your story. More of the rendezvous tomorrow. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The rendezvous show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.